This story, which was a kind of a story about a week ago, became a different kind of a story today. Now, I'm talking about facial recognition as employed by law enforcement. And there was a story, must have been a week ago or so, about uh, a facial recognition tool software by a company called Clearview AI. Uh, And what we had heard was Toronto wasn't using that. That's what we'd heard. That seems to have undergone some change over the course of the past week, and I'm going to give you a bit of background, and then we're going to talk to the definitive expert on privacy, Ann Kabukian, about uh, facial recognition software in general, and Clearview and Toronto Police in particular. Members of Toronto Police Service had been testing a controversial facial recognition tool by Clearview AI since last fall and were ordered to stop using it earlier this month. Now, this came from uh, an investigation done by Global News, our sisters over at the TV side, and some members of the Toronto Police Service began using Clearview AI in October 2019 with the intent of informally testing this new and evolving technology, according to a police spokesperson, Megan Gray. Uh, The chief directed that its use be halted immediately upon his awareness, and the order to cease using the product was given on February 5th, 2020. So they've been using it for, I don't know what, four months, and then all of a sudden, February 5th, no, you're not using it anymore. And this was weeks after the New York Times, very public vehicle, first reported that hundreds of law enforcement agencies were using Clearview AI's app, which cross-references uploaded images of people all kinds of people, against 3 billion photos that it says it has in database of images scraped from social media and millions of other websites, which means that your face, if this thing is working the way it was designed, could be identified by referencing a face that you've posted as your profile photo on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Just an example. In response to a request from Global in January as to whether the Toronto Police used Clearview AI, the police service initially said it does not use facial recognition software, but not it does use it, but not by Clearview AI. And spokesperson Gray said this was based on information provided by some areas of the police service, which said they didn't use Clearview AI, but not all areas of the service. And as it turned out, other areas of the service were testing Clearview AI. We have requested the Information and Privacy Commissioner and the Crown Attorney's Office work with us to review the technology and its appropriateness as an investigative tool for our purposes, given that it is also used by other law enforcement agencies in North America, according to Gray. Until a fulsome review of the product is completed, it will not be used by the Toronto Police Service. Okay, so that's the story as we have it as of now. This is going to be a big one. So let's go to Ann Kavukian, who is the former Ontario Privacy Commissioner and a consultant for the Waterfront Toronto Board. Hello, Ann. Hello, how are you, Peter? It's been a long time, but uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. You've heard the story, and I'm betting knowing you that you knew this story before I did. First of all, I want to start by applauding Chief Mark Saunders for putting his foot down and saying, stop. He didn't know they were using it in the Toronto Police Force, and he has halted the practice. So I applaud him for doing that. Because Clearview, what they've done, Clearview AI, they have scraped in an unauthorized manner something like 3.9 billion facial images off of social media, Facebook, Instagram, videos, lots of social media, YouTube, etc. That's half the world. That's right. They're using it in ways that were never intended. So your facial image, this is the most sensitive biometric that exists 
your face. And in the wrong hands, it can cause you a lot of harm, identity theft, so many negatives. And they're doing this. The images you put on your Facebook or social media, you're putting it there to share pictures with your friends, your family, a limited number of people. It's not there to be blown all over the world and used for purposes that were never intended. This is an appalling practice. This is what you have warned us against when it comes to social media. Not that there's a clear view out there, but that there could be abuse I'm not or yeah. misuse of material that you're posting uh, completely innocently. In other words, you go and you get a Facebook account, and what are you yeah. using it for? You're posting pictures of your vacation in Europe. You're posting pictures of your grandkids. That's what most of the yeah. people I know are doing. And all of a sudden, that same face of you, nice pretty picture of you is in somebody's software and it can be used to spot you in a crowd outside the Eaton Center. And that's not that's not legitimate or legal, is it? No, no. I always warn people, beware of the unintended consequences of your personal information landing in the hands of third parties unknown who are going to use it in a totally unauthorized manner that can come back to haunt you. You know, when I was privacy commissioner, a number of victims of identity theft came to me seeking my assistance because they're saying it's a nightmare trying to clear your name. Tell them, you know, I didn't rack up those charges or whatever. And I actually used to tell them the first thing you should do is go to the police and file an occurrence report. So at least there's something to demonstrate that you're legit in your indication that your identity was stolen. It's a nightmare. It can take years to clear and cause undue havoc. This is just the beginning. You know, there's already a massive um, lawsuit, class action lawsuit against Clearview. I think it's $1.4 billion, And this is just going to go on. Okay, so let's take a look at policing and, and uh, privacy issues generally. Facial recognition software on the face of it, no pun intended, is a good thing because it helps us find bad people. On the other side of the coin, um, the concept of getting the images, I won't say illegally, I don't know that to be true, illicitly, by just going to public um, materials and saying, I'm allowed to use your visage wherever I obtained it. That's what's, what's wrong with this picture, am I right? It's right, but, but I also want to qualify one thing you said. Um, we always make the assumption that it's going to be an accurate identification to the face to a bad guy so the police can find these people. Don't make that uh, assumption. In the U.K., where they use facial recognition and CTV cameras all the time, the police use it. There was a recent report that 81% of the time the matches that they have are inaccurate. They're called false positives. They falsely identify someone as being the bad guy, the person of interest, and they're not. Try clearing your name. It's a nightmare. So we can't, facial recognition is not ready for prime time, and it can cause undue havoc with all the errors that can abound. So we shouldn't be trusting facial recognition as a tool at this point is what you're saying at all. And when they, they finally get it right, they've got to put in bad guys, not me and you. Absolutely. In fact, a number of jurisdictions in the United States have already started. They've placed a ban on facial recognition by the police and by the cities. San Francisco, San Diego, Massachusetts, Texas is looking at this. Oakland, they're starting this widely because they recognize all the harm that can arise in this manner of facial recognition. So I can safely say that Clearview AI, according to Toronto Police, has been pulled on the orders of Chief Saunders. But I can also say that wherever it is in use, your picture's in it no matter who you are listening to me. Is that right? 
That's probably correct, Peter. Unfortunately, there's Good very God. little we can do. Uh, 3.9 billion faces—that's a lot—and um, we're hoping that this will be shut down. And Kavukian, it's always a pleasure, and thanks for casting some light on this. Oh, my pleasure, Peter. Thank you. All right, Anne Kavukian, former Ontario Privacy Commissioner. You know her well. She's an expert on all things privacy-related, and we have a lot of them these days. She's a consultant for the Waterfront Toronto Board. And I am Peter Sherman. You're with Global News Radio 640 Toronto.